0: You are listening to B-Roll, a podcast that focuses on all things visuals. My name is Cyril Zuma, and I'm a photographer and founder at Ice Dog Africa. I'll be sitting down with creatives to talk about their work, processes, and what it takes to be at the top of your game. Welcome back to B-Roll. My name is Cyril Zuma. For all of you who have listened to my previous podcasts, you will know that I bring amazing guest to my podcast and today I have another amazing gentleman who I have had the pleasure of getting to know via social media only. Um, We've been interacting via Twitter and a little bit on Instagram and I was super inspired to invite my guest on this show. My guest is a creative director. He is also a photographer and for those who don't know also he just did a collaboration with Puma. My brother, how are you doing?
1: Lovely. How are you, man?
0: I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Firstly, tell me, what is your real name? Because I know you as J.R. Echo, if I'm saying it correctly.
1: Yeah. So my name is Seabo Jr. Echo.
0: How have you been coping, you know, um, with lockdown in these five months? Now that we are, you know, on a new level, which is level two, which I think is, is good for us creatives. How have you been coping since uh, lockdown started?
1: So I think for me initially within that first the first 21 days of lockdown, that for me was probably a difficult time because of the transition of the way life became from being very booked and very busy to all of a sudden you can't do. It none of that. So I went into somewhat dribble mode and I started linking up with friends like Unka I, and Uli said I was like, hey dogs, I really need us to be shooting. Like even if it's just us shooting ourselves, I just need a coping mechanism for myself because yeah, I'm yeah. losing my mind. Yeah, I think that's been run about it. And I think for me, it's been a blessing in disguise because I think before lockdown, I got so caught up in the stuff that i was doing and i forgot where i wanted to go prior prior to lockdown i've been doing i was doing a lot of club photography and a lot of events which for me was not the stuff that i wanted to do the stuff that i was doing for money
0: okay and
1: now i'm at a point where i can actually do what i wanted to do because i don't have the option of clubs and and events
0: going through your instagram feed i i, I sense that um, lockdown was more for you of a of a of a place to to kick back a little bit, but also at the same time execute amazing work. That you know, I see you guys have been collaborating with the likes of Puma. Um, you've also been working with Clanclaire and Lesedi. Can you just tell me about that collaboration or with Puma? How did that come about for you?
1: So the Puma thing is something that we did through. A thing called hunting for kicks. Okay, so they said, and then put me onto this thing called hunting for kicks. I didn't know what it was before, and then we started just shooting various things for them. And then they came back to us saying, Hey, dude, look here. So Puma's interested in what you guys are doing, they would like to guys to shoot this you, this you collection that they have. So that's how that came about.
0: What's the idea behind the? the whole video because the way it just starts, it's 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 pure genius, brother, to be honest. What's the idea behind the whole video that you put out?
1: So the the idea behind behind that that shoot as a whole is that initially, because they showed me the clothes and initially I was like, I am literally it reminds me of a Monday bed and everyone was trying to convince me that it's from flags from across <laughs> the world yeah. But I was like this this is a, so I tried to convince these guys that we need to go to Wandewele to go shoot this day, yeah. you know. So when we got to this location, none of us had been there before. When we got to this location, that's the first sound that we heard. We heard birds, we heard chickens, because you know. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: The first sound that we heard was just like very like, oh, okay, this is beautiful. Yeah. So we tried, to capture that. we tried to capture that in the video as well. Have you always been a creative person? I have. Funny enough, I have. Uh, <laughs> I actually grew up in a family of academics and I'm like the first generation of, of, of people that want to go the creative direction, you know? So sure. from a very early age, I've always just been the guy that just wanted to take photos, take videos, so they didn't get that but now i think they're fully embracing it like okay this guy is actually a creative and we can't expect him to be an academic like the rest of us
0: uh, sure what was was that a hard decision look i know we always go back to this topic where you know coming from um a black family we are the, you know you photography or the creative industry is not something that um, rewards money very quickly you know depending on on what you do but you know, so they would rather prefer that you have a long-time job where you can work. And how 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 was that re- uh, received by your family uh, in the beginning?
1: It wasn't it wasn't well received at all because, firstly, my dad is a principal at a school. Ooh, so okay. you, can, you can know how, how deeply engraved he is in, in education and, and, and academics. Yeah. And then you say, Baba, hey, I want to be a photographer. Yeah yeah it's like have you lost your senses yeah. so it wasn't well received at first and i think it even got to a point where even the family relations were just not healthy because i was so keen on wanting to do this thing and i would emphasize it so much to them that they were not for it and i got to a point point where i said you know what if you guys are not for it i'm going to move out of home because I, I really need to make the sacrifice for myself. So I did that and I dropped out of school. So to them, it was like, no, this guy is really losing his mind now because, one, he's choosing a life of poverty and a life of struggle over a life that we know is successful and in a life that he's supposed to live. It's a very difficult thing. And I think only maybe within the past year where I was like able to mend certain things because they were also reaching a point where they're like, okay, we're we seeing – your direction. We might not have understood it when you were telling us initially, but now we're seeing it.
0: Listening to your story and listening to how you got into photography, it makes me wonder, you know, I mean, we all grow, you know, some, some of us probably grow up in Makaya or our parents are Makaya. Where did you grow up?
1: I was born in Nelspeed and Pumalanga, okay. but I grew up in Pretoria. So I've been in Pretoria from the age of 12. Okay. So most of the things that I know and see are based off of me growing up in Pretoria.
0: In terms of just the the the, fa- the family and and the people around you, um, yeah. were your friends supportive of what you're doing?
1: Hundred percent. I think for me, my friends have probably been the most supportive of people in yeah. terms of what I do. Yeah. Because one, they they allow me to be the creative that I am with my very unorthodox concepts and and ways of thinking, you know, because sometimes I say the scariest things to them and they're like, okay, bro, are you sure? But is that even possible? Yeah. And and in breath, they'll go out of their leaps and bounds to make sure that we execute this thing for you and we make it happen for you.
0: You know, it's super important. You're right. It's super important to have a strong circle of friends around you that also allow you to be yourself and just, um, and be who you are and I think as uh, listening to your journey and your story and then it makes me understand why you 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 know you work so hard uh, looking at your your just from your Instagram to your Twitter you are all I think the only thing you do is post pictures is that <laughs> is that all you do or do you know do you sometimes say a few things here and there
1: uh, I mean, I do say a few things here and there, but I'm a very, like, for me, I'm a visual person, you know? Yeah. So I, sometimes I, I, I post photos and videos to, to get across to people because I just feel like I'm not really good with words. And the problem with my words is I get misunderstood in a lot of things that I'd want to say. So sometimes it's just easier to translate that into visuals.
0: You collaborated with Ntantla and Lesedi. On this on this prima project here, what does collaboration mean for you uh, as a creative in 2020?
1: For me, collaboration means different perspectives. Sure. I think for me, that's been the the one thing that leads to me collaborating. That when you get people on, they get to show you ways that you never would see a subject. You know because. I mean, with 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 reference to intelligence, he said, "What we do most of the time is we'd all be shooting at the same time. The angle that one can choose to shoot at is where the strong point comes in. Because when we're sitting down and we look into the images, I'm like, like, Deb, bro, how did you see that? I hadn't seen that,' you know. And I think where a lot of people choose to work alone, that's where the the essence of collaboration. Where there's a lot of things that you might miss because you're caught up in what you trying to get that you're not seeing the other different perspective that somebody else might have.
0: Who would you like to collaborate with that you have not collaborated with? And I would like to probably add a little, a little bit of a, a rule to this. It has to be somebody in Africa.
1: There's a kid by the name of Ricky Taylor. Ricky Taylor. Yeah. He's crazy. Like for me, that's, and, and that's, it's me collaborating with him on a more creative direction side more than the photography, because I'm just watching some of the stuff that he does, some of the music that he does. And I'm like, I wish I could make this thing come to life. I'm very patient about who I want to collaborate with, because I believe, I believe in just like waiting things out because I just, things always align somehow.
0: What are some of your highlights from your photography and, and video career?
1: The, the, the series that we did called Sophia Town is gone. I think for me, that is the peak of highlights right now. Like yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy one.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about that idea and the execution?
1: Sophia Town is gone comes at the peak of the whole black, black lives matter and black lives movement. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me, it's I was going through those images that the Americans were posting at that time. So I'm like yeah. I join interest like at various photos. And then I'm like, but no man, we have a very similar history as South Africans and I'm looking at everybody embrace the American side of it in terms of photography. You know? Sure. I'm like, I don't I don't like that that we always seem to embrace American stuff and And I'd want to tell this story in a South African context because it's there. So I'm like to these guys, guys, you know what would be really crazy if we bring back Sophia Town in imagery and we try to be so precise with this project that it feels like it was shot at that time. So Mm. from the fashion to the grading of the photo to like the people. So we go to like... The craziest locations trying to find a way to bring this thing to life. We're hitting up like various people, people who drift clothes, and we're like, we're gonna bring this thing to life. Going to like antique shops, trying to find newspapers from that time, trying to find like mm-hmm. props from that time. It's the craziest thing of it that how far we went to bring that imagery to life, you know, and everybody that Gwen came on and, and joined from. The video I actually did get people calling me about the video today and I'm like yo this project is crazy
0: the, the project is definitely very crazy I'm, I'm looking at, at, the, at some of the pictures now I'm looking at you guys even got like choice assorted uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, co- containers <laughs> from like early days and like long what what are these um, c- not CDJs um, um, vinyl vi- vinyls you know you've got you've got everything the fashion you guys definitely killed this. And I think there's this one image that stands out for me on this one. is these two girls basically smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And it, it, the buildings at the back feel exactly like, you know, the, 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 the back in the days, everything just feels and fits perfectly uh, on that project there.
1: So those, that, those images there, those buildings, that's in Pretoria, and that's an actual building from that time. It's called Church Square. So there's like a square in Pretoria where all these, bi- these buildings still exist. And there's Paul Kruger right in the center of, of this park. It's crazy. That's For me, that's the craziest part of it that, you know, at the, we were so in that element of we were during that time that we were so lost in it. We just wanted to make this thing feel so real for everybody.
0: You guys do definitely check these photos out. Go to JR underscore. Echo, which is E C K O, amazing photos. We recently had an. uh, There was a recently uh, a blunder from a brand. I won't mention the brand, Um, you know. And they blundered very badly. And I think it, you know, it it didn't work out well with the the rest of the creatives. What's your take around the whole situation as a creative who is deep in the in the industry and is probably producing, and even probably you're producing this amazing work but also not being seen in the industry, you know, how, how is that for you?
1: This question is very tricky for me because I feel a bit like some of the things that did happen, make sense. I understand where the black creatives are coming from. Right. For me, where I am like indifferent to the situation is I believe certain things like that are granted on merit. For me, I feel like also as, as, as a black creative, I always try to make things not always about race. And it's very difficult in our country because of our history. Sure. And it's not it's not going to be something that is very tasteful to a lot of people. And I do understand the blunder. But I think because we don't understand, we might not understand the context of how those people are chosen. It does have a very distasteful taste in everybody's mouth.
0: Do you know creatives that have deserved an opportunity like this on merit
1: 100 percent. i think for me a guy like stefan obi is a guy that would have easily on merit he would have deserved that
0: what can we look forward to from you just in 2020 now that we're in level two and it's basically all systems
1: go for me the one thing that i really want to do is is change the the landscape of of photography you know and in that movement trying to really inspire people to dig deep inside of them and and figure out the purpose of being a creative and not, and not the, the luxury of being a cloud chaser. You know, as, 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 as creatives, we have a very big responsibility and that for me is the purpose that I'm trying to find out and, and really trying to develop in, in terms of what's your purpose as a creator? Are you there to help people? Are you there to tell a story and are you there to bring, value to the industry that you're in
0: who inspires you
1: so in terms of inspiration austin is definitely top of the chain i think for me the what he does and 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 not even based off of his photography alone but the the responsibility of giving people chances
0: how do you stay on top of your game
1: uh on top of my game is definitely research it's definitely believing in breaking the boundaries that that you guys have put up like you guys have taken the bar to the top you know and i'm just like okay for me to go on top of my game i need to be working as hard as these guys and working even harder Mm -hmm. to to go past the bar that they have put up so it's just studying you guys and doing my research and figuring out how i can be better
0: Before I let you go, my brother, what message do you have for younger photographers and or any people, anybody starting out? I think you have a leg in the game. You have some, some knowledge, you, you do have experience. What can you pass on to somebody who asks you a question like, what kind of camera did you use?
1: So for me, the word that I want to pass on and it's for, for me, it's, it's, it's something that I'm really living by now is. Stop seeking the validation of other people like you never want to get it. And when you do get it, it's really not worth the time and effort you would have put towards getting that validation, create for self and create what you love because you never want to find that validation. And when you get it, it's really just the, Oh, I thanks bro. I mean,
0: look, so that, that time for me, that touches on another point in the, in, in, in the industry, to tell you that I think as a new person also at the same time, rather do the art for yourself because trying to please others is definitely not going to be the way to go. Otherwise, most of the time you end up being played or whatever it may be.
1: 100%. Like, for me, it's like you'll create your yeah. best work when you're creating it for yourself. And you're not creating because you're unsettled mm-hmm. to send you a, a great work champ, you know? It, it's always very nice when they do that. But that is not your. That is not your 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 end goal.
0: Which brand would you shoot your shot at, or person, or yeah, who would you shoot your shot at? It could be for anything, in fact.
1: That's a difficult one, because why? I think the top of my head is there's one shot that I'm trying to shoot right now, where for me, it it's dope for now. But in terms of brands, yeah. It definitely would be the, so likes, of the likes
0: of Nike. So Nike is obviously, you know, the next step for you.
1: Yeah.
0: I very much like that, brother. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming on to B-roll. I really appreciate having you here. I do feel like this is not enough time to get to know you, but I am sure now that we are on level two, that you and I are gonna meet up at some point. And if you do do see me somewhere, please say what's up because you and I have never met, but I love the power of technology. We are here and um, we are having this conversation. So I think we may have another conversation at some point, but thank you for coming to Biro, my brother.
1: Thank you for having me, man. I fully enjoyed this conversation.
0: How can we get a hold of you? Where can people find your work? How can we book you?
1: So in terms of where you can find my work, you can find my work on Instagram and Twitter uh, under the handle at echo. That's J-R underscore E-C-K-O. And then in terms of booking me, I think my booking email is on both those platforms.
0: Carry on doing amazing work, dude. I think you, you, you're you doing super amazing work. And I think the, the Puma thing is not just a highlight of of, of things that you've been doing. I think you've, you've been deserving your your flowers while you're still here as a young creative pushing it and going forward. Carry on doing that work, dude. From, from me to you, you're doing amazing, well, bro.
1: Thank you so much, bro. I really yeah, appreciate it. Bro.
0: Pleasure, bro. I really appreciate, Chats. Thank you very much.
1: Sure.